I'm going to bring some wild energy into this intro, okay? <laughs> Please, slap me with your intro. Right across the face. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to go over here. Hey! What's up? Welcome to Prime Cool. I'm Austin, and as always, I'm joined by Michael Hudson. Hey, it's me. I'm Michael. I'm here. Hey, how are you doing, Ace? I'm doing great, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I went buck wild in the intro because we just did about like two or three more, <laughs> and uh, none of us were really stoked on how they went, and so I, I mean, I don't really know how that one went. I just kind of yelled. I feel like that's maybe just worse. Ah, yelling's valid. Yeah, sick. Volume equals comedy, though. We all know. And that's why we have 35 extra intros just recorded to plug in and play as necessary. One day when we have uh, when we have a Patreon um, and we're just so wildly successful in touring and doing all the things that successful people do, who even knows? Specifically successful podcasters. <laughs> we will release all billion intros that we have just locked and loaded that we totally have ready and already definitely have done. And we'll also have like a behind lock and key additional 60 sexual awakenings for episode one that were just too nasty to get into. An additional 60. (laughs) I'm down to get real nasty on those. Listen, I mean, that sounds like you've officially put a number on a quota of sexual awakenings. We now have to at least find... I mean, I don't think you, I mean, we, it, the internet exists, you know. We'll have to crucially go from paying people to listen to our podcast to having people pay to listen to our podcast, though, for that to be released. So, yeah, like, an OnlyFans, but for podcasts. No, that's Ooh, what Patreon is, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess mean, so. I guess is Patre- so. Is, just, is Patreon just OnlyFans, but for podcasts? I mean, it's for a lot of other things, too. But who's to there's, say that OnlyFans could be? There's on Patreon. There... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's probably. <laughs> if we get 30 subs, uh, do, they, do we get subs? subs? Do we get subscribers on wherever we post this? Something. <laughs> we get followers. <laughs> if we get 30 followers, Michael will post his titties on the Patreon. Let's go! On the Patreon, though. Just <laughs> on the Patreon. Have. I will make a Patreon if it gets Michael's, Michael's hot chest out on the internet. And hey, mean, hey, by the way, you didn't sign up for that one. <laughs> I didn't. This was non-consensual, but like, you know, if it's going to be posted on the internet, then I suppose why not post the rest of me, you know? Whoa. Ooh. <sighs> Hot and spicy. I love that. Well, literally right before we were recording, uh, we were getting, we being Michael and I were getting uh, roasted for having not immediately remembered what, uh, what is the hardest game ever? So the world's hardest game. So as as our as our returning listeners may know, I tend to play games while we listen to the podcast because I can't really do one thing at once. And so I began pre-recording with um, Free Tetris, which is what I currently have pulled up. Um, but I moved at one point to the world's hardest game, which if you don't remember what the world's hardest game is, I played for the first time when I was in sixth grade. In our previous recording trial, I was trying to remember what year that would have been for me. And I couldn't. And so currently up on my Google... <laughs> 
Sorry, is recording trials. Currently up on my Google is 1996 birth when we're in sixth grade. <laughs> worded exactly like that. 1996 birth when we're in sixth grade. The internet did not know what I meant by that. Um, I, I'm you mean assuming... Google did not know what cryptic message that was? <laughs> That's how I always Google things. So this might make sense oh, as to why. You're going to accidentally crack the Da Vinci code somehow. Um, <laughs> I think I was set probably off the White House red alarm. <laughs> I think just based on like trying to remember like when my sister was born and how much older I am than my sister and all of that, I think it would have been like 2007 when I was in sixth grade. But that I seems don't... like mm-hmm. the most complicated possible way to remember how old you are. In a specific... I can't remember anything. All I know is that Molly was born in 2002, and that's my litmus test for everything. Um, all I everything. remember about 2007 was on 7707. I saw Transformers One for the first time. Continue. That would actually make really good sense with my timeline. So actually, I think it probably was 2007. Um, But there was this website you would go on. I really don't remember what it was, but it was one of those websites that just wasn't blocked by the school servers, and so you could play games on it. And the world's hardest game is this game where you're a little red square, and you got to get through the little blue dots to from one big green field to the next big green field. And it's very difficult. And I've only gotten to like level five in my whole life. And I was trying for a solid 10 minutes and couldn't even get past level one this time. And it just, it was a really hard thing for me as a sixth grader. There are a lot of things that were hard for me as a sixth grader. I had very intense dermophobia and OCD. I got put on antidepressants. Like a lot of bad things happened. But one of the worst was that all of my friends were better at this game than me. And <laughs> that's the takeaway. It, it was. And I, it's one of the, you, you look back at games, you're like, I sucked at that when I was a kid, but maybe I'm better this time. And no, you're just not going to be. I you always thought. Really, <laughs> oh, really just juice about that, though. Yeah. Like, the, I, I know exactly why you couldn't get past level one now. Why? Like, it's because of the way you hold your damn phone when you're playing games on your phone. It wasn't on my you're, phone. It was on the computer. You're all over the... Okay, never mind. Well, you're screwed. But do you, want to, do you want to talk about the way that I hold things now? Since that's apparently something that you, a person who doesn't even see me that much, knows. <laughs> yeah, because last time I was with you, I commented, I, I commented on it. I commented on it. And you literally, you were holding your phone and the entire upper half of your body was damn near gyrating the entire time you were just like playing Fruit Ninja. Like you looked so, you were moving constantly. And while the only things that had to be moving were two thumbs. You're all over the place. Is it like that's is that the same reason why when I I'm like unable to not like move my hands from side to side when I'm playing like Mario Kart? Yes. <laughs> like as if I'm like yeah. doing, like actually using the spe- steering wheel. I think that's just like a lady thing. I've never seen a lady play Mario Kart and not like move the steering wheel when there's no steering wheel. Honestly, I don't know. I think it might just be like one of those things where like like I just know that I was in a friend group where I got roasted to death for doing that as a kid and so i stopped doing it and that's why i don't <laughs> anyone else have just get like like roasted so hard for like just spinning your entire body every time you play mario kart or is that just me uh yeah no that's uh that's i think that's just you man i, I got slightly sick. roasted for that 
But another thing that happened to me when I was in middle school is that every single morning when I would walk through the gym to sit where we needed to sit to wait before we went to class is that my friends <laughs> hey, wait, from so far away would make fun of me for the way that I walk. And I would try to walk differently every time I came in so that I wouldn't get made fun of. Well, listen, and it we're stayed a bad every heaven. time. Yeah, my walk is less weird than Michael's, so... I don't think Michael's got a weird walk. That's the way God made it up to me, is making my husband's walk more distinctive than mine. It's definitely distinctive. <laughs> yeah. That, that Mike, much Michael's got said. a strut. Last time I, Michael's got a strut like that says, I mean business. Last time I walked up to two of my bandmates at a show we were playing, like, to load in, they both immediately started walking towards me, like me. <laughs> and I immediately was like... Yeah, right. That's fair. That's fair. I <laughs> Keith and I one. did that also. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When we were in Charlotte. <laughs> there yep. are really there are really long hallways in the hospital where I work, and one of my coworkers says that he can tell it is me walking behind him because of the way that I sound when I walk, and it hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He was also in the army, though, so I'm like, maybe he just has, like, superior tracking abilities. I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying you feel like you're being tracked, like hunted? No, I just think I, I'm trying to make it so it, I'm trying to make it more about him than it is about me. <laughs> Fair Self-preservation. I, listen, I found out about mine the honest way, which was I saw myself on camera for B-roll, and I was like, well, there's no denying that one. That's all me right there. <laughs> That, that camera was my body and my shoulders. That camera was on a tripod. Nothing I could have do, done to influence that. If we get 10 new um, followers, we will post nope. a video of Michael walking. <laughs> uh, on, on Patreon? Is that what on you're Patreon. Okay, so we need, we need behind a $50 patrons. paywall. <laughs> it's, it's $5 for the titties. It's $50 for the walk. Good to know. We would all rather, we would all rather see... Well, honestly, I would rather see both kind of in tandem. Just watch Michael strutted out just nude. So you're asking for a routine. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing is you're asking for me to film a routine and put it on our Patreon. Christmas is coming up, Michael. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, when's the calendar due? You know? Ooh. Man. We'll do that for next year. But speaking of Christmas, um, I've been wanting to talk about potential holiday hot takes for quite some time because I feel like it's 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 a topic I enjoy talking about with my friends I feel like I have a lot of hot takes about the holidays and um seeing as we're you know two weeks from Christmas now who knows when this will go up um I think it's it's it'd be a good thing for us to talk about a a nice seasonal episode if you will we did miss Thanksgiving yeah yeah what I didn't miss about Thanksgiving was feeling extreme disappointment from Esther's grandpa, though, at one very specific part of Thanksgiving, and that was really great. I kind of reveled in that a little bit. I had no idea what to do. He, he, uh, He's just like one of those super old dudes that has literally no idea how to hold a conversation, but is just so nice. And so he'll just try to do anything to relate to you. Now and wait a minute. It, Hold on. I need I need more context about this this genre of person. So just like imagine just like a like a super old dude who's just really nice and like warm, but like whenever he's just like talking with you, he's just kind of like nodding along 
very clearly having no clue what you're talking about. And so then like, it'll be silent for like a weird amount of time. And then he will, he will bring up something like, ah, but did you do this? Like, for example, um, I went over to Esther's grandparents' place uh, to see, because they just moved close to some of Esther's family. So we went to go see their new place over Thanksgiving. And um, I was making small talk with her grandpa. And um, we, were, I, we were talking about uh, some of the uh, furniture in their house. It's like uh, this like um, amazing, amazing like Taiwanese, uh, like, I guess you would say architecture. I don't know. Like that seems like so much more for like buildings and stuff. I don't know. It's just yeah, it is. Yeah, really, very good, v- beautiful uh, furniture designed by a Taiwanese man that they met when they were in Taiwan and they got it shipped back. And I was like, this is amazing. This is actually very beautiful stuff. And then like by the time that conversation kind of ran its course, uh, he, what'd you say? What? What? Did you say something about pajamas? Oh no, my eye went through. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Tetris. I'm sorry. I kept. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I heard oh, someone no. say something about pajamas. That's <laughs> nah, fine. I thought it was just in my headphones. <laughs> Listen, hey, it probably. It probably won't get picked up on the podcast, which is really funny. But if you heard me just go dead silent there for a second, it's because I heard some lady in my ear starting to talk about pajamas. I was so confused. And I was trying to mute it. And I kept just muting the computer instead. And then I couldn't hear you. And I was hoping that the silence was just because I muted the computer. And I came back and you were like, hey, what's up? And I was like, fuck, I'm caught. Anyway. Continue. I was listening. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I mean, I can verify that that did not get co- that did not get picked up. So I just thought <laughs> I was going insane. <laughs> That's very very funny. That's the second time um, in the past three days that I've thought there's no way that reality is what I'm experiencing. What were the other times? <laughs> we'll go to that after Austin finishes his story. But basically, we were. I was just like complimenting this like awesome furniture he had, and then um. Uh, after that conversation kind of ran its course, it got really quiet and he looked at me really excited and he was like, so what'd you think about the old Thanksgiving football game last night? Huh? Really good game. And I was like, I I had not watched the game. Um, have you watched a game before? I, I, I spent the night watching great, the great British baking show finale with some of the other family members, which I'm super into. I loved it. I was so excited to be doing that. I didn't even know there was a, I didn't didn't even know there was a Thanksgiving game, uh, playing. I just completely didn't even think about it. Wait, 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 hold up. You didn't know that there was famously a Thanksgiving football game? No, no, no. As in, like, at the time. Like, like I was just busy doing other things that day, and so oh, I wasn't thinking about I thought about you meant game. that you did not know that there famously was always a game on Thanksgiving. And I was about to say, you're... What is a Thanksgiving football <laughs> you're game? You're further along down this than I thought. <laughs> yeah. But I, I basically didn't have it... Uh, like, I didn't, like, take the, like, two seconds to think, like, hmm, maybe I should just go along with this. So my first response was... Oh, I actually didn't watch it. I watched a baking show. And and he his response was he just kind of like looked sad, looked down at the ground, didn't say anything and walked away into a different room and just sat in a rocking chair. I felt I was like, "Oh man, I ruined this guy's day." It was just like such a sad way to respond to that. 
<laughs> he just fully just left? Yeah, he just looked really sad, didn't say anything, and then left. <laughs> I have no idea what to do with that. Like when you I were, didn't either. <laughs> when you were first describing the genre of person, you were like, oh yeah, super warm, loves to make conversation, but has no idea how to carry on a conversation. My original mm-hmm. thought was, man, this sounds like the absolute perfect kind of person for me to hang out with and just like give like two word answers to just to see what they do when they get nervous. Oh, this is what he did when he got nervous. <laughs> he fully just flee. He just run left. away. Actual <laughs> yeah. fear response. <laughs> to his credit though like how many people were around when you guys had this conversation like how many people were in the house uh it was esther and her grandma were walking around uh in a different room and it was just me and him in the living room and he oh. just left and went to their bedroom oh that's bad i was thinking like if i'm ever at a party and i'm like kind of done with the conversation i don't i never know how to subtly like break from that conversation without just being like welp goodbye and like walking away but so i thought you know maybe this was like a mingling situation and he's like okay well we've come to a close of this conversation i'm gonna leave no you guys were he clearly just left just left the room he was, where you were he the was only upset. person there oh no <laughs> yeah genuinely upset, upset that you didn't watch the game oh yeah but <laughs> i don't even know walk who played away in the game, and not say goodbye <laughs> it was probably alabama let's be real no, it's it, Michael. It's an NFL game that plays on Thanksgiving, not a college game. Great. Like my dad doesn't listen to this pod. I mean, we hope that for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. I speaking did, that's of a story speaking in of disapproval, of I, I don't think my dad knows that you have like long hair and like a beard right now. He's gonna see you and he's gonna shake his head and walk into the other room. He's gonna <laughs> <I've> been... <laughs> pick us up from the airport and leave me there. <laughs> He really might. There's, there's, my dad doesn't, there are a lot of things my dad doesn't like, but one of the, one of the things is men who don't shave. So this is going to oh, go very so well. that's so choice. Oh yeah, it'll be great. He liked Michael back when he was clean cut and it's been, we're just anything but clean cut these days. So. <laughs> what are we? Dirty tell. <laughs> Uh, but he's he's gonna have a comment and i can't wait until i can share the comment with the rest of the class in our next podcast but sam please do especially because like your dad loves me or loves his concept of me (laughs) yeah he loves his concept of me Uh, it's gonna be it's shattered now shatter it no yeah no (laughs) i i don't think that's gonna be the case i don't (laughs) how funny would it be though if this whole time he's like Michael, what a great man for my daughter. And then he sees you with a beard and he's like, fuck this guy, actually. <laughs> the, best part, though, the best part, though, is that my mom actually, my mom really likes the long hair. And she tells us every time she sees him and she's like, are we close to man bun yet? And she says that every time. Every she's very time. excited. That's so adorable. Oh, yeah, she loves it. Um, even if she doesn't, she pretends she does. And that's maybe even better. So That's better than what esther's grandma gives me about my tattoos <laughs> none of us oh, my dad hasn't mom. seen either of our tattoos either that's not true my dad oh has he oh yeah. my dad hasn't seen mine that's true my arm one yep he he's seen my tattoos the way my dad used to like try to razz me about my tattoos is he'd be like every tattoo you get i'm just gonna get a matching one and i'm just like sick dad you're gonna get the bayside logo on your thigh hell yeah he never <laughs> <Do> did <it>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to get matching tats with your dad. Yeah, I know. If he wants to. Listen, if you're listening, A, I guess I'm sorry for the last two minutes, but B, let's get some tats. Let's get tatted up. Do it up. Every time I see Esther's grandma 
uh, she looks at my arm every single time. I, she's told me this about a hundred times now without fail. She'll look at my arm, uh, with, has, for those who don't know, loads of tattoos. And, uh, she will say, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. Did it hurt? And I'll say, yes, grandma. And she'll say, good. And then walk away. <laughs> that's so, that's, I always look forward to that though. That's kind of so how funny. I, that's kind of how I speak to you, Austin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's such a hard response. I love that. I've always enjoyed get a good razz. <laughs> Grandma didn't raise no grand bitch, it seems. <laughs> okay, Michael, you got to tell us about when your reality has been questioned in these past few weeks. I'm not yeah. entirely sure that I'm ready to dumpster the local music scene that way on a podcast. Oh, no. Okay, I, I actually oh, know what you're talking boy. about then. We'll chat later. <laughs> well... This might this might be a couple episodes down the road. We'll, this might we'll be another one for the Patreon. <laughs> another one for the Patreon. But if I'm not if I'm if I'm not um, incorrect, the show that you're probably talking about had a twenty dollar entry fee, so it's going to need to be a little steep. Yeah, it's or true. Because pe- these people will pay for the twenty dollars. Exactly. We're going to need. You didn't tell me that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, listen again. The entire thing that I did tell you about was was couched in the idea that this is a rant for another time. So if you can believe it, everything I did tell you and everything that I might tell you, dear listener of the higher Patreon tiers, is couched in the idea <laughs> that there's substantially more that I didn't share than what I did. Wow. Yeah. Well, no. I'm. I'm. I'm just as excited. Honestly, I need to know. Then I guess you better make but, that Patreon quick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it, uh, and we'll 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 bank that behind a twenty dollars tier, just to you know, stove off those who wouldn't have uh, or stove, stave, stave, stove. We'll, we'll put them all in a stove, anyways. <laughs> we'll cook them, cook the bastards. <laughs> well, Ace, you had mentioned holiday hot takes, and if there's one person I know that has takes that honestly get me flustered all the time, and I don't really know how they even kind of came to be it is you so even the the mention of a hot take coming from you is uh something that i need to hear more uh, about now, now hold on one other thing is anna claire you also sometimes have takes that you are convinced are so hot and they're just not and so i'm very excited to see which we get because <laughs> it very much so falls on one side or the other well, I think that my main take about I have two main takes about holidays in general. Take number one is I have been a vegetarian for probably nine and a half of the last 10 years. I took a little bit of a break in there because I wanted to remember what it was like to eat that sweet, sweet homophobic chicken. Um, and then I went back. Um, but. I, I say that as a person who does not support said homophobic chicken and doesn't anymore. Not like I like homophobic chicken. It's just that it is homophobic. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm not homophobic. Um, <laughs> don't support Chick-fil-A. Um, even though Austin and I met at Chick-fil-A. Hey-o. Um, hey-o. But I, I have stayed a vegetarian this long. When people ask me why I'm a vegetarian, there are multiple reasons. One of them is because I don't like having to make choices, and so it's nice to go to restaurants and only have two options, so I don't have to like worry about making another decision. But second, it is because this is the only way that I can avoid people forcing me to eat nasty-ass Thanksgiving food. And I, I will avoid potentially delicious meals 364 days of the year so that I don't have to eat turkey or ham or stuffing or dressing or whatever you call it 
on Thanksgiving Day. And let me tell you, it's the most worth it thing that I do with my time because no one can ever be offended that I don't want their dry ass disgusting turkey. I hate Thanksgiving food so much. I know I'm a grown up now, but when I first became a vegetarian, I was not a grown up. I was 15. And people could still make me eat stuff when I was 15, but not if I was a vegetarian. And so I think that I'm really worried that if I ever start eating meat again, that people are going to expect me to eat their turkey or their stuffing or their dressing or their gravy. And I can't do it and I can't risk it. I swear to God, you have more forethought than anyone I know. <laughs> I've never once seen somebody eat eat meat and been like, they better fucking eat my Thanksgiving meal that I make them. <laughs> I think Thanksgiving food is so disgusting. And even like... I have not had a mashed potato since I was eight years old because I used to have to eat mashed potatoes every day in Sweden at my public school. And I just, the only thing that I can eat at Thanksgiving is I like mac and cheese, but I never had mac and cheese growing up at Thanksgiving. So I guess that's a Thanksgiving food, but I never got to have it. I like sweet potatoes. That's one thing I do like. And then... I mean, that's it. I don't know what to eat outside of sweet potatoes. And people look at you weird if your whole plate is just sweet potatoes. I don't even like the loaves of bread that happen at Thanksgiving. I just, it's really Wait, the on. saddest day <laughs> hey, of the year for me. Hold on. What, yeah. wh- what is Thanksgiving bread? Sh- and how does it happen? Shitty dry wheat rolls. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no. No, that's why I Kings asked. Hawaiian rolls? No, no. The wheat ro- Listeners, <laughs> vote right here. Do you know what I mean when I say like those rolls that people serve at Thanksgiving? I mean, neither of us do, so uh, well, you're really going to have to We're going to put up a, a poll on the Patreon, okay? We're gonna- <laughs> but anyway. At this point, there's way too much stuff promised on the Patreon that has not ever been created. <laughs> the other thing won't be. that does bother me is to think about the idea that we have a $20 tier to listen to my rant about a local music show <laughs> and then presumably like a $5 tier for a topless calendar of me. We didn't yes. say full calendar. We just said a tit pick. Oh, well, the calendar was on the table at okay. one point in time. Um, but anyway, that's, I, I will that's my hottest holiday take. I really got a lot more emotional about that than I planned to. It does <laughs> cause a lot of emotion for me thinking about how gross I find Thanksgiving food to be. Um, <laughs> I mean, as somebody who happily eats meat, Thanksgiving food disgusts me. I hate it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think it's so bad. I completely agree with all of your takes about turkey being dry. I think ham is totally fine. It's it's a little bit weird because in my mind, like, like I think of ham as a thing that you put on sandwiches. So, like, eating a big slab of it's kind of weird. It'd be like if somebody were to, like, give me... <laughs> If they're like, oh, yeah, here, we got a charcuterie board and everything's like two inch thick slabs of meat. I'd be like, this is weird. This is weird that this you did wild. this. Ham this itself is, a little is bit gross. Thicker than it should be. I do recall enjoying the like sugary crusties on the side of the ham, but I feel like that's just bacon or something. Right. Like that's just kind of what bacon is. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, no, actually, that, that bacon is outside ham. <laughs> that is actually Versus inside ham. Oh, no. <laughs> um, that That is actually just a glaze that, that um, when well, baked. Well, that part I feel like is kind of yummy. Yeah, no, you like the ham crust. Speaking of crust, this is not about the holidays. This is oh, just about parents. God. Did y'all's moms lie to you about how, like, the crust is healthier for you? Yes. Did your mom say that? Michael, did your mom say that to you? No. 
So it is a well-known lie that parents give to you that the crust is the outside of the bread and the re- er, the the crust. Well, the crust is the outside of the bread. That's not the lie. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the crust. It is a well-known lie. Don't believe them. Don't believe big bread. <laughs> Don't um, be a sheep. <laughs> The crust industrial complex is trying to tell you this lie. Um, Don't believe big bread. No. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the, the well-known lie uh, is uh, that the, the, your mom tells you the crust is where all the nutrients ooh. are so that you'll eat your whole sandwich. Well, I came to my mom with this a few years ago. I was like, Mom, how dare you, first of all? I would have just eaten it. How dare you tell me that this is where the nutrients are? And she's like, what are you talking about? And we had a whole conversation. My mom was also under this same illusion that the crust had the nutrients because that's what her mom told her. So I thought she was just gaslighting no. you. That's so well, I guess her mom did, but also I'm pretty sure my grandma probably thinks that the crust is healthier. So they just come from a long line of people who have been previously <laughs> gaslit by their own parents to the point where they don't even know it's true. So here's to breaking the cycle. If I ever have children, I won't teach them such lies because I've been awakened because I have access to the internet unlike my mom and the mother before her Uh, that's so wild to me i'm pretty sure that my parents were just like hey stop being fucking high maintenance just eat the crust i'm pretty sure that i'm sure that jody i'm sure that jody said the fuck word to you i'm so sure i'm so sure that jody said the fuck word to me (laughs) yo this this is this is the dirtiest podcast yet in terms of language the cleanest in terms of category our most explicit one yet the one where we talk about thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) michael i could totally see rob just like ripping the f word sometimes I've actually never heard him rip the F word. He does. He does love can, a good oh. shit word, though. Bit, oh, uh, he's a love big a shit shitter word around here. <laughs> um, I really like Rob a lot. Rob is a full-on character to me. He is, but he's also such a low-key character. I don't. Yeah. Rob yeah. texted me the other well, day and said that he wished I was there and sent a picture of the the um the TV and the Christmas tree and this like peppermint vodka that we drank the last time we were there and he didn't even send this to michael just to me it was very yeah, no, sweet he, I, I think he just texted my wife to be like hey i um wish you were here doing shots with us <laughs> no i think he was my trying to make me feel like i was part of the things. family <laughs> very sweet <laughs> your dad is such a sweet man he is he is he always took so much joy in scaring me in high school he's a mischievous like, lad yeah, he's a very mischievous lad. He he had this toy. Maybe maybe it was uh, your dog Kiko's toy, but it was one that like whenever you squeezed it, it would like make a loud noise of some sort. I can't remember uh, really specifically what it was. I mean, do you want to know? Whenever I would, be... I know exactly what it was. Yes, it has a storied it... lineage, if you can believe it. Um, yeah. When I was about three, and my sister would have been about six and my brother would have been around 10. Um, those are not actually accurate, but I don't feel like doing the calculations. It's close enough, right? Just go off Molly's birthday. You can figure it all out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) birth 1996 when we're sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but when I was about three, one year at Christmas, we were all given like these, like I, they were kind of like stuffed animals, but they were full of like, they were basically beanie babies, I guess. Um, but they had noise generators in them. So like when, when you like, when it had a sufficiently heavy impact, it would make a sound or make a noise. 
and one that was given to my brother was a little computer. And so when you threw it around, it would make like a sound of like a bunch of glass shattering because it was supposed to be a giant computer monitor, you know, cathode ray tube computer monitor. And then, um, you know, my brother wasn't 10 forever. And so eventually that toy fell out of style uh, in his life. But my parents are hoarders, so they kept it around. Um, And then it became a dog toy for obvious reasons, because clearly a dog would love that. Yep, clearly. Yeah, your dad would throw that shit at me all the time whenever I was, like, walking up the stairs. Um, upstairs, we would, like, hit the wall behind me. And I never once didn't jump at it. And then I would hear your dad just start wheezing. And uh, I I just remember I, I flicked him off the last time he did it. <laughs> and uh, and he, he just kind of did that thing where dads just kind of, like, they just kind of, like, wave their hand downwards. Like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, I was, like... Come on, Rob. <laughs> like, flicked them off, but I was laughing. Austin, um, I gotta know, what do you think about Thanksgiving food? Um, I I actually dig certain Thanksgiving food. I think it's a bit much. I, I've always thought that Thanksgiving food was a bit much. I think that I personally love turkey if it's not dry, but that's so rare. Mm-hmm. I love turkey, but, like, so hard to find, like, actually good turkey. I Why feel like, is turkey I don't know. so bad? Well, it's... I think it's because... None of us have gone, how will I put this lightly? None of us have gone to a truly flavorful and well-seasoned Thanksgiving meal. Yes. We all have uh, rather conservative white families that don't yep. like spicy food that much as an as a whole, I would say. That's Your dad's true. My side best, of the family. Yeah, my best Thanksgivings were the ones in New Orleans slash Baton Rouge, wherever they lived at the time, where we had like a bit of a Cajun Thanksgiving. That exactly. was a better time. And like, that's yeah. probably a lot better because like, it, I'm going to be honest, if you don't use a ton of spices, how are you supposed to season 10 pounds of turkey? You know, yeah. like that's insane. So I also think I've never had a fried turkey with a lot of lemon pepper in it. And I feel like that's what I really want out of Thanksgiving. If I was going to enjoy turkey, I feel like that's what it would take. Yep. However, if I, I totally agree with that. If I were to have a Thanksgiving meal and I wanted to do like traditional food-ish, I'd be like, we're gonna have a ham, except it's not gonna be a Thanksgiving ham. I'm gonna make some bomb-ass barbecue and that's what we're gonna do. And then also- Yeah, exactly. I'll do a bunch of like- vegetarian options too because enough I was about of my to say, friends I'll sit are. in the corner with my tofurkey. I'll be fine. Yeah, I I <laughs> I killed some tofu for you at Thanksgiving. You really Ooh, yeah, he made very delicious tofu that actually kind of tasted Thanksgiving. It was awesome. It actually tasted like my mom's dressing but better. I'm not going to lie. I was like Huge. I could eat the stuff that was prepared for me or I could eat the stuff that I just made for Anna Claire in literally 17 minutes. It took I don't know one tenth of the time that all of this other stuff took to make and it's just better michael has such a gifting of being able to make very perfect and delicious tofu every time it's what i remind myself on the hard days just that he can i'm just kidding we don't have (laughs) Um, whenever michael comes home and he's just like hey babe i had had a rough day at work and you're like i don't want to deal with your shit but you make great tofu that's exactly how it goes michael you know notoriously (laughs) notorious jerk (laughs) <laughs> that's what they call it. jerk and notorious vibe kill <laughs> michael you've killed NVK zero hudson i need everybody to know he's killed no vibes in his entire life <clears throat> michael might be the best vibe carry out of any human i've ever met vibe carry that's a new term 
Never heard that one. I'll take it. Yeah, like if, if the vibe's no. low, Michael will just kind of like walk in and be like, hey, what's up? And then everything's fine. Now, hey, hold on. Yeah, that's what Michael says when he comes home from work. He opens the door and says, hey, what's up? You know, to I me. also work just from me. home. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you leave and then you come in. So you go, honey, I'm home. And you have to do it because that's how we were raised. He's never, in honey, I homed, honey, I'm homed me. Honey, I home. <laughs> Honey, when in sixth grade, birth 1996. <laughs> Hi, guys. That so... should just be the episode title. <laughs> I will say I'm becoming more and more concerned that I have like some mild dyslexia. And I think we should bring your wife on the pod at some point because I think she actually has dyslexia. But um, oh, yeah, she'd be are, for sure. Are you, are you proposing we have a s- segment where we're like introducing <laughs> Esther certified dyslexic? <laughs> She's not quite certified, but she's the most dyslexic person I know. So, like, um, <laughs> we could have chosen anyone to be an expert on this topic. Any of the well, millions of people uh, with actual dyslexia. Oh, my God. But we're going to say so almost certified pseudo-expert, <laughs> Esther. No, I'm having a really hard time, and I'm not sure if it's that I'm developing dyslexia or that, like, I'm Live. just getting bad eyesight. Wait. Um, oh. Okay. Here's the issue. I found out two days ago that I have astigmatism. I say this because I did, I was diagnosed with astigmatism way back in the day, but that was back when I was lying in order to get a glasses prescription because I was a total pick me girl when I was nine. And I, Hey, what? You know how cheap it is to just buy reading glasses? Well, I don't know, because here's the issue is that I, I was diagnosed like with astigmatism. I was diagnosed with astigmatism. I thought that, well, I didn't know that you could buy reading glasses when I was eight, and I wanted the boys in my class to like me in fourth grade. <laughs> nine. I guess I was nine. How, how old? In hey, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Birth 1996. How old when fourth grade? Um, so anyway, I thought that the astigmatism was fake because the rest of my performance at the eye doctor was fake. But it turns out if you see those really wonky lines every time you look at lights while you drive to where you can't really see anything except for just diagonal lines of light, mm-hmm. that means you have astigmatism. Yep. See, yeah, here's the found thing. that out. Yep. I really, I really wish that I hadn't seen your Instagram story because I don't feel like that description was sufficient, yeah. and I, I need to know Would more. Would you like to describe it better? No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't see these. On the one dollar, on the one dollar Patreon tier, I'll just, I'll show you a picture of what it looks like when I <laughs> look at the road while I drive. <laughs> Um, no, it's, it's actually pretty bad. And I was driving downtown the other day and I was just like, oh, I can't see anything. (laughs) What mean if see vertical (laughs) slash diagonal big light lines birth, birth 1996. (laughs) And, uh, and it told me astigmatism. (laughs) And so I also am having, I'm realizing that lately, like I have to like focus on things to read them. So Oh my! I think, <laughs> I think I've just, I think I just might be having issues. All of this to say, um, I have been reading the Witcher posters wrong for the past few weeks, and I thought the Witcher came out on the twelfth, but it's the seventeenth because I can't read. So that's where that so that's excited. where that was going. <laughs> Is that your holiday hot take? Why well, have to when read must focus nineteen ninety six birth. <laughs> It's the fact that you use the word birth. Ah, what's playing? Yeah, birth Why is something easily. playing? <laughs> music is playing. What's happening? Yeah, I hear a Shit. lot. I hear more music okay. coming out. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. 
Okay. Anyway, continue. You integrated Taylor Swift into Tetris this time. <laughs> no, that was I, I accidentally clicked play on Spotify, I guess. I don't even realize how I did that. Um, that'll be edited out, <laughs> I believe, in my heart of hearts. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving that in because it just makes me sound okay. crazy. <laughs> I'm the one that hears it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know there's been so much that's been said this podcast that can't be kept. Please, I pray. Um, <laughs> well. Pray all you want. God can't help you in podcast oh, land. no. <laughs> And he definitely can't help you in Patreon. <laughs> he is not welcome in Patreon. Um, so any, um, I will say one other hot take I have about holidays just really pertains to birthdays. It makes me very, very, very upset when adults focus a lot on their birthdays. Um, there are a few notable exceptions when your sister focuses on her birthday, Michael. I think that's acceptable. But adults who are like birth month kind of people, I... It makes me very upset. It's that's kind of literally worst. my sister. I think you just Except maybe don't sister. like people. <laughs> no, I like every. I, I like your sister a lot. I think she's allowed to do it, but I think most people should stop. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what else do you have to be excited about as an adult? I just, I, I don't know. I don't even like <laughs> telling people. Debt. I don't even think I like to. I don't even like telling people what my birthday is. But I just think like it's in May, everyone. She's a Gemini. <sighs> Maybe it's because now, I'm a Gemini and that I don't want people to know my birthday. Oh. Hey, ten dollars on Patreon, Anna Claire's birthday leaked. Leaked. You could know. Yeah, the date, the time, everything. Guys, we'll just we'll just have a zodiac calendar. That's what it'll be. My birth chart. It's out there. I'll tell y'all about my birth chart. That's less annoying to me. Astrology less annoying than celebrating your birthday. Wow. Wait, wait, hold on. Holy hold shit. On. You said, I don't want people to know when my birthday is, but I'm going to tell them the precise astrological evaluation of my birth chart. That just means that they'll know me, not that they'll know when my birthday is. Oh, uh, okay. See, I was I was hoping that you were going to get all the way into like what time of day it was. Tell me about your rising, really. I'm a cancer rising, but that's all. <laughs> that sounds like a metal song. <laughs> <laughs> cancer rising <laughs> oh god <laughs> that does sound like like very very like metal like it would be in that uh that font that's like barely barely uh what is it legible is mm -hmm. that the word i'm looking for that's the word yeah it's like barely legible it would just be cancer rising in this horrifying font <laughs> looks like a dry rotted headrest yeah and Claire, how do you feel about birthday weekend people? I just don't know why. It's my, it's my birthday weekend. I don't know. I I just Get, don't know what you're hey, celebrating past them. past twenty one. I just don't know what you're what you're celebrating anymore. It's you've done so many years at this point. I don't understand why you're reminding us every year. Closer and closer to death. I think you just need more fun friends. Like I think yeah. I, I think Going I to just, bad okay, okay. birthday Here, here's parties. Here's the thing. I think there's nothing more embarrassing than hosting a birthday party for yourself. Interesting. I vibe with that. I can I can get that. That's where you get somebody else to host yeah, it for you. Yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. Celebrating the birthday, I guess, not that big of a deal. A little bit embarrassing. But ha hosting a birthday party for yourself <laughs> as a so, as a person in their mid to late twenties, <laughs> extremely embarrassing. Fellas, is it embarrassing to age? Hey guys. Another po Patreon poll. How embarrassing is it to age? Guys, should I feel bad about the passage of time? 
No, it's not the aging part. It's just it's just inviting people over for a party that you're hosting about yourself. Listen, I some, some people just know they're a good enough time to carry the vibe. All I'm saying, I'm not naming names here. If Michael hosted a birthday party for himself, I'd be the first one to show up and the last one to leave. Michael would never because I wouldn't let him and I would simply host the birthday party. I absolutely have hosted a birthday party for myself and it was a great time. I didn't go. Hell yeah. You yeah, we were we weren't together at the time. Was I there? Um yeah, you were. That was at the that was at my house in college and where a lot of people uh found out how much of an enabler I can be um for the first time. There were a lot of people that like just went up to the picture of stuff that we had set out and made for everybody and like wound up stumbling their way home that evening. Was this the time where I, I humped a couch and blacked out? Um, no, that was Harrison's birthday. It's no. <laughs> much funnier that it wasn't that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this was, this was a different one. This was not that time. Yeah, there was definitely a time where it was the first time I ever had Michael's uh, drink that he has dubbed Poison, um, and aptly so. Um, Michael, would you mind filling everybody in what exactly is in it? Um, roughly, like, just so, so much apple cider and apple juice, a bunch of cinnamon, um, a bunch of, like, mulling spices and pie spices, and then... Um, a liter and a half of Everclear and a whole fifth of Fireball. Yeah, so it's it's a rough time going down. Um, and uh, a lot of people have uh, informed that it's also a rough time coming up. Actually, but, no, it's, it's not a rough time going down. That's the that's the dangerous part about it. Well, for me, I, I loathe apple cider. And so, but I really enjoy a good buzz. Yeah, and you, so it is a you tough hate time apple going pie down. and apple cider. That's why you're, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, your experience was very different than everyone else's. You you subjected yes. yourself to that. Everyone else was like, yeah. "Oh, this is a nice chill time," and then they puked on my porch. I walked. I just remember walking in, and then um, you met me in the kitchen where the like the door that I walked in was, and you just handed me a cup, and and I said, "What's in it?" And you said, "Have a good time," and then I <laughs> walked away. And I was like, all right. And I drank it and was like, I don't really like it, but it tastes kind of strong. Um, and so uh, I had some. It doesn't taste strong in the way that like just drinking like bourbon neat would. It tasted strong where you're like, this is a mixed drink that I know there's some there's some hidden shit in here. Um, and uh, I drank like two, two full. <laughs> I drank like two full red solo cups of it on an empty stomach. Oh, God. And um, that's so I, much. I remember getting to that birthday party and then I remember waking up the next day and I, I remember, uh, and then Esther, uh, told me just how annoyed Paul was at me because I was being so obnoxious. <laughs> um, I, was, I just felt so bad for days for the $50 Patreon tier. We'll include a video. Is there a video? I think there is. Oh my God. I need, I need that. I want it so bad. I would gladly have that posted on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Reverting back to Harrison, though, a, a, a holiday hot take that I do share with Harrison that I'm kind of working on as part of my personal development. I think it's also extremely annoying when adults dress up for Halloween or at least whenever they make a big deal out of Halloween. And I'm working on that one because I know that that's a little scroogey and probably a little yeah. problematic that I feel that way. Um, I mean. But I will say all the scrooge that I have about most holidays goes out the window when I think about Christmas. I 
I am an embarrassing adult about Christmas. Love really? Christmas. I'm the opposite. That's my hot take. Oh, really? I think Christmas is mostly annoying as shit. Oh, I love Christmas. I think that like decorating, like I, I'm, I'm way too Scroogey and that's something I'm working on with Christmas is that I, I don't enjoy Christmas music. I think it's all old and boring and lame for the most part. I don't like most traditions ever. And, uh, <laughs> and so I think that like the, the tradition of like decorating a tree, that's a chore going to get a tree. Uh, I hate it. Um, all that stuff I've never enjoyed. And, but I recognize that that that's just like objectively oh, yeah. a shit. Call feature. me a like deeply read, like far right conservative when it comes to Christmas and Christmas alone. I mean, actually, no, that's not true. Cause I'm a big, I'm a happy holidays Wait, gal. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's simply not uh, true. No, I just, I love Christmas. You're, so you're much. not just a happy holidays gal. You're a happy holidays to all who celebrate gal. Yeah, I mean, I'll try to make sure I know it. Yeah, but I just, I really love Christmas. I love Christmas time. I think Christmas music is bad, but I don't even think there should be new Christmas music. But we all know that I don't think there should ever be new music. So I think that's pretty consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a non-holiday yeah. related hot take. Yeah. music. <laughs> I think and, no Anna one Claire should thinks make that new music. Every, every time a genre of music was invented was the last time that any music in that genre right. should have been created. I think we talked about that last episode but um no even yeah. even like taylor swift has a new christmas song and i don't even think it needs to be here like i don't think anyone should ever make a new christmas song like we got our did oldies you buy merch for it i did but that's because it's a cute mug um I, but <laughs> I, you're literally <laughs> enabling this you're no. saying i don't think this should exist but i will financially support it i won't listen to it you're not supporting chick-fil-a while eating a chick-fil-a sandwich I, that's not <laughs> i true. hate this place wouldn't do that <laughs> this um, chicken shouldn't exist but i am paying for it that was but this chick-fil-a sauce bangs. that was years ago um but no, I don't think that we need new Christmas music. I think that we should. I don't think we need new Christmas movies. I think we should be watching the same claymation movies over and over again every year. You loved that Kristen Stewart Christmas movie. That came I out last liked year. it until the end because she shouldn't have ended up with um, Riley because Riley was extremely problematic. Spoilers for a movie I've heard of. Yeah, once. Kristen Stewart Listen, looked incredibly hot. hot. So hot. Very hot. Incredibly you should watch hot. It just for that alone. Really? Yes. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, Michael and I have the same taste. <laughs> it's Kristen that. Stewart and Cara Delevingne. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true. I did recently send Anna Claire a TikTok of he's sending Cara me like Delevingne, Cara Delevingne doing something. He's sending me like, like Cara Delevingne thirst right? traps. He's like, she's so hot. I'm like, yes, Michael. This is why TikTok thinks you're a lesbian. <laughs> that is true. TikTok does. TikTok is sure I'm a it's lesbian. It's because you're actually. sitting here saying like watching the happiest season, saying Kristen Stewart is hot, Michael, and every gay girl. Um, but anyway, the, that movie's pretty good. It, we do. It's also we do very need, decidedly and explicitly gay. Yeah, Christmas we do movie. need gay Christmas movies for the representation. However, past that, only the claymation movies of old. <laughs> So, so you're saying do and don't create new Christmas movies. How could I be more clear than that? <laughs> do do create them for representation and yeah. then stop forever. Um, stop. Create create movies that have good representation always. Create any content that I mean, has good representation. I mean to be fair, the first the first and the then first never gay Christmas again. movie was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You try telling me that that small blonde dentist elf was a straight boy. I, I don't I remember mean, enough about I'm this. I'm not going to project. Dentist elf? Yeah. <laughs> the elf who wanted to be yeah, a dentist? I, I know. I remember a little that dentist. That was code. Boy. That was queer coding. 
Hold on. I need a lot of explanation here. (laughs) I thought we were about to wrap up this episode, but I think there's at least 25 more minutes (laughs) here now. Well, Olive, read off the Red Nosed Reindeer. Okay. We'll close it out by talking through uh, this last holiday. Fellas, is it gay to be a dentist? Um, no, so the <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is totally queer-coded. It's all about somebody who's different, and everyone, like, hates them for being different. And then you meet all these True. new characters who are different, like the dentist, who is clearly gay. Now, I need you to de- I need you to qualify that statement. I'm not going to. It's mostly a joke. <sighs> but, like... I love this. Uh, this is exactly what I wanted from Holiday Hot Takes. Wow, but we got there. Okay, let me Google this, actually, in the way that I Google things. (laughs) Dentist elf from Rudolph. Gay? Gay? (laughs) The gayest subtext of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. By by Brian Moylan, December 13th. (gasps) That's today! 2016. Shout out, Brian, if you're listening. Shout out, Brian. Great article. Yo, Brian. Ooh, ooh, okay, let up? me just control out. F gay so that I can find the part of the article that talks about gay. <laughs> <laughs> the episode oh, title no, is Control F gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah, well, Control F's not working because I don't think it works on web pages, does it? Yep. Why isn't it working? I don't know. Oh, there it is. Gay. Oh, there's 12, 12 mentions. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh God. Here we go. I I hate the way that you do things. <laughs> what uh, was that laugh? <laughs> that was such that a was, gremlin that laugh. That was devious. Uh, <laughs> that was the I activated uh, Annika's <laughs> goblin mode where she realized that <laughs> where she realized she she had uh, created some form of loathing deep within within side of me. Unlike Rudolph, Hermie refuses to live in the closet, so he leaves Santa's workshop and heads to the wilderness himself to open up his own dental practice. The woods the two explore could be equated to a traditional cruising ground, like the Rambles in Central Park or Hampstead Heath in London, both notorious for the availability of anonymous male-on-male sexual encounters. I don't know anything about these. I don't know anything about male-on-male sexual encounters. Um, when Hermie and Rudolph... Wait, wait. Run into I, each other. The, the way that you said that, I don't know uh, anything about male-on-male sexual encounters. I don't. I really don't. Um, they reprised their song about being... When Hermie and Rudolph run into each other, they reprised their song about being misfits singing. Seems to us kind of silly that we don't fit in. Now these two young gay men have met each other. They realize that the, the oppression of the sexual conformity they've been living under their whole lives is a total sham. Um, the, the sham is once again underscored when Yukon Cornelius enters the same woods. Ooh, he's, he's kind of a bear. I can see that. Um, fair enough. Yeah, no, um, when he meets Rudolph and Hermie, we're both, they're both literally face down in the snow with their asses in the air. Gosh, this is the most explicit thing we've done. Um, Cornelius, (laughs) Cornelius is what we would call a bear. Yes. An older, um, an older gay man who embraces an over the top masculinity despite being gay. Cornelius is the original lumber sexual so much that it's shocking. He's not wearing Buffalo plaid shirt and a pair of excessively wide braces. Braces. I don't know what that means. Along with this traditionally macho workman's wear. Um, but anyway, as we can see, um, clearly, you know, we clearly dentist elf from Rudolph Gay. We tried to do an episode about reading <laughs> fan fiction, but I've, 
<laughs> I feel like this worked better. Mm, further down the page, the gay icons of Christmas classics. Y'all. Oh, my so, Lord. So, I rest my case. Can we you didn't rattle even, off a couple of them? We didn't even yeah, need, we didn't even need the happiest season. We were fine with the traditional Christmas movies of old. No, 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 no. Explicit representation matters. I would argue that Hermie is explicit. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for it, you might find it. Number two Listen, on this list is... In Christmas, we need the gays that even your mom can find. Not your mom specifically, <laughs> mom. just like... <laughs> Bev, Bev, did you know Hermie's gay? Um, Bev, do you, you think him? it's gay to be a dentist? Bev, is it gay? Um, Does Bev is dentist win gay? <laughs> Does Bev Birth recognize gay dentist? <laughs> <laughs> Hermie the elf from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is number two on the the best gay Christmas icons. You can't you can't blue ball us and but not he, tell us number he, one. Heat miser and snow miser. Uh, oh. they're obviously mm. gay. They're two gay twins who live with their mom. Now, okay, yeah. Um, Professor Hinkle from Frosty the Snowman. I have actually never heard of number one. That's why I'm avoiding it. Um, <laughs> well, well, hold on. Okay, you, I'm got... sure you guys have seen it. Actually, I have seen Christmas Vacation. It's been such a long time. Who's Aunt Bethany? Is she gay? I actually haven't I don't seen remember. Christmas Vacation. You haven't seen Christmas Vacation? I feel like you've been like forced to watch every vacation movie, Austin. I probably have. Yeah, that's actually a very fair assessment. I feel I, like I, you definitely aren't a Chevy Chase fan, but you've been forced ooh, into it. Fun fact about Chevy Chase. I was Chase. when I was younger, but he's kind of just a chode now. My aunt has met Chevy Chase. She was in um, Fletch Lives. Is your aunt gay? No. Okay. She, was she Bethany? No, she was in. She <laughs> Is was your in, aunt named Bethany? She was in Fletch. Her name's not Bethany. Um, but she was in Fletch Lives. Um, which is I think the sequel to Fletch. <laughs> um, she <laughs> oh, is. And this, the... this movie didn't age well. She's one of the plantation dancers. So like a like oh, a slave. Oh my oh, lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's. What a left turn, you know? Yeah. That is troublesome. Um, but Far from a gay Christmas icon. Correct. Um, so We can't all be gay Christmas icons. We can't. None, not all of us are Hermie, the, the blonde hair, blue-eyed dentist with his ass up in the air, face in the snow. That's, whew. Face down, ass up. That's the way we like to carol, you know? You think that's what Rudolph's kink is? And like on that note, thank you guys stuck. so much for listening to I this episode so of Prime Cool. I'm so sorry, Mom and Dad. I'm sorry, Susan. I'm not sorry for anything. <laughs> I'm not sorry for any of this. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, be prepared for our, uh, you know, fake Patreon. Y'all have a blessed uh, day. To... Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. <laughs> Real meaning <laughs> of Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. I don't know when this is going to come out. We're recording this two weeks before Christmas, but uh, it's going to be a really busy next two weeks for most of us. So who knows? This might come out before Christmas. It might come out after Christmas. But regardless, happy holidays, everybody. Every, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. <Friday>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.